This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The Manage Smarter Show is brought to you by SalesQuid, the app that helps salespeople discover why they miss quota and what to do about it. Find out more at salescred.com. Welcome to the Manage Smarter Podcast with hosts C. Lee Smith and Audrey Strong. We're glad you're here for discussions on new ways to manage smarter, hire, develop, and retain talent, improve results, and propel team performance to new heights. This is the Manage Smarter Podcast. You know, Lee, when you... Still in your LinkedIn profile, there's a tool that says you're 75% filled in and you're 80% optimized and you're this and you're that. And you get to 100%, you think, hot diggity dog, I did it perfect. They Not say it's close. 100%. <laughs> but really, our guest today says it, you may have filled it in 100%, but it might not be good. You know, that's just a ticket to admission. That's just to get started the way I see it. So if you really want to be good at it, then we've got just a guest for you. And it's, and this is important uh, to me because uh, when I was writing my book, Sales Cred, uh, How Buyers Qualify Sellers, the first level of the hierarchy of sales credibility is, is what the internet says about you. And a key part of that, if you are a professional at all, is LinkedIn. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And she was kind enough to say, yes, I will come to the Manage Smarter podcast. So welcome, everyone. Let me just introduce myself first, then I'll introduce our guest. My name is Audrey Strong. I'm Vice President of Communications for SalesFuel. And I'm Celie Smith, the CEO and founder of SalesFuel. That's right. And so our guest today is Carol Kemmer. Carol, thanks for coming to the microphones. We appreciate it. I am delighted. Thank you so much. <laughs> We are too. So I love this bio, this intro that you sent me. I'm just going to read it verbatim because I think it is kind of interesting how you came to this place, this jam that you're on that you love. So it says, Carol Kemmerer took what seemed like shockingly bad news and turned it into an amazing opportunity after a surprise downsizing in the Fortune 500 company. She served as a consultant. Carol found that 20 years of marketing communications experience there provided the perfect setup for helping professionals build their online brands. LinkedIn, she recognized, is an integral part of that brand building, but many brilliant leaders are unable to articulate their brand effectively on LinkedIn, and that was a weak link in online reputation. So since 2011, Carol has been focusing her communications expertise on helping C-suite executives and senior leaders use, I call it LI, um, <laughs> powerfully. <laughs> with positioning and messaging that reflects their business passion. She's got a book, everybody, and uh, there's going to be a discount on it. So you got to pick it up. It's called LinkedIn for the Savvy Executive. It was originally published back in 2016, but revised and now in its second edition. There it is on screen. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Um, she's also a professional member of the National Speakers Association, certified virtual presenter, and a fellow advisor in the C-suite network with us. So, Carol, welcome. And you say... Don't play small on LinkedIn. So what are what are all the mistakes oh. that we're making, the main ones? Okay. You know, I think that the main mistake is not realizing the power that we have access to on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is so powerful for your brand. You know, 
I am of the generation where um, we wrote ads in um, the yellow pages and every word we had to pay for, Mm -hmm. you know, if you wanted to stand out, you had to pay and pay and pay. LinkedIn is, is absolutely free to you to use, to expand on who you are, to generate your know, like, and trust. And so the notion of writing this much about yourself on LinkedIn and having a skeletal profile and just not using your logos correctly, all the things that say, this person's not a player. This person's not part of business culture today. So that's, that's the number one mistake is just not understanding that this could be the most powerful tool in your toolbox and ignoring um, the know, like, and trust that you could build right into your profile so that you are more successful in your sales. So give me an example of someone's LinkedIn profile, please don't say mine, that you came across <laughs> and you just kind of said, oh dear, it's like that that just won't do. It's like, uh, there, there's so many things wrong with this. And give me a, just, and you don't disclose who the person was, but you know, just kind of give me some examples of where you just kind of roll your eyes and you just kind of say, ah, oh, rookie mistake. Okay, so the very first horrendous mistake is for someone to not have their picture showing. Mm. Now, this person that I was connected to, um, I I wasn't connected at at first. You know, he sent me an invitation and he had the, you know, Mr. Potato Head for his logo or for his, um, you know, picture. And I I thought, gosh, this person is is a CEO. Why do we have no picture? So, it's interesting. I have two rules. One is do not connect with someone with no picture. My second rule is always connect with CEOs. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, I looked at the rest of his profile and it was okay. Uh, you know, it was a real person. And, you and thought that's it was a business real... opportunity at that point, right? <laughs> right, right. So, um, so I connected and then I sent back the directions for, um, oh, then his profile or then his profile picture appeared. So I knew what mistake he was making, where that mistake was. And I sent him in my, thank you for reaching out. My welcome directions included how to get his picture to show. And the other thing that I did was I took a picture, a screenshot of what I saw because, you know, those people, have no belief that they could possibly have no picture showing. You know, they usually the people that have that mistake have been on LinkedIn forever and ever and ever. And that is the reason that they have that mistake. They joined when we were all skittish about showing our pictures and they never changed it. And so, you know, it's, it's a particular settings mistake that they've made. And so that's, that's one. Um, another, I think, egregious error is to be 
a serial business owner and have no logos showing on your profile. Um, a logo is a sign of your credibility, and it is the sign that you have a business instead of a hobby. And so, you know, I understand that positions that you had long ago, you know, you weren't on LinkedIn and you didn't bother to make a logo and you didn't bother to have a company page and it's no longer there. But if you are currently um, a CEO of your company and you have no logo, the um, fix is to set up a company page, which is absolutely free to do. So, it, you know, the, the number one error is just not knowing, um, not using LinkedIn for all the value that it can bring to you and your sales credibility. It should also, oh, go ahead, Lee. I I like to say that uh, instead of writing your LinkedIn profile for your next boss, write it for your next customer, because particularly in sales, uh, if if they're coming, they're going to check you out. As a matter of fact, more more buyers check out the seller's LinkedIn profile than the sellers check out the buyer's LinkedIn profile. Believe it or not, that's true. And it's all the survey work that we've done and others have done. And so since they're checking you out, then it's like, you know, do they leave their your profile thinking that you can offer value to them, that you can solve problems for them, that you can make sense of a chaotic and ever-changing situation? And I just see a lot of salespeople in particular, but a lot of people in general not doing that. They just basically treat it like an online resume. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, the power in searching and finding out about people is huge. And I think, um, especially for salespeople, knowing about your customer is important, but also providing enough transparency about yourself and why you're in the business that you're in to fuel that know, like, and trust factor. We can absolutely um, seed and water that (laughs) know, like, and trust factor right in our about section. So you should consider it. I I remember I've been on for like over 10, I don't even know how many years in the very beginning, but you, and I did treat it like an online resume. Lee, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. When I, but you should consider who your, what your purpose is in being on there and who your audience is correct. So you should write the voice of your page to appeal to your customer or Yes, who you're talking to, but I wonder for the younger people who might be listening, you know, they might be a little more casual with the language and familial. And what are you thinking about the different generations that are reading profiles? Yeah. How do you write for everyone? Well, you know, those hopefully, hopefully people are not using text speak in their, <laughs> you know, in their formal write up about themselves. Um, that would be a mistake because it would clash with the channel. That's just not business. Okay, good. So don't do that. Anything else? (laughs) Don't post pictures of your cat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wrong social network. (laughs) Don't treat LinkedIn like Facebook. (laughs) That that would be nice. Yeah. What are some of the other ways that you can brand yourself? I know we, uh, 
in helping Lee with his CEO and, and outreach and speaker profiles and things. And we, I regard the, the banner picture on his profile as real estate. So we have a new product launch oh, today yes. and we're putting, you know, we switch it out when things are oh, happening or oh, if you have something coming up. So yep. that's just real estate there. That's fertile for me to post, but, and it looks nice with nice graphics and very polished and all that, but uh, yes, yes. what other ways can you bring you, use this portal for branding, what other sections of it? Okay. So your headline, Oh, your headline is that text that is right under your name and LinkedIn autofills your headline with your current title and your current company. But they also give you 220 characters for us to customize our headline. And so what you want to do is, um, use your keywords. Uh, we want to communicate something powerful, like um, it's like your advertising slogan. Okay. So I always suggest that we never put in more than three things in our uh, headline because people are hardwired to remember things in groups of three. But when you start um, with the slash, 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 and you've got four, five, six things that you're trying to get in there, yes, you've, you've satisfied the bots because you're going to find all your keywords and that's great. But you've lost your audience because we go, what? We can't even comprehend six things. Um, three is powerful and more than that, looks makes you look unfocused. So I'm very intentional when I write a headline for someone um, to make sure that it has maximum power and maximum stickability, you know, that it will stay around for people to understand. So um, the headline is one. Um, another key section for branding is the about section. And that's about five paragraphs long. It's 2,600 characters. And I always give you the character count because this is real estate too. You know, we have five paragraphs. And when we start thinking about ourselves in five paragraphs instead of two sentences, we are much more powerful um, the bots will find all our keywords more often because we use our keywords naturally when we talk about ourselves and people will understand who we are. Um, you know, when you write Harvard Business School speak with no, you know, attribution, it's, it's very hard for people to connect with that language. Um, so we want to write in the first person. We want to tell our story. We want to tell how, why we're passionate about what we do because people like to do business with people who are passionate. And when they read more about us, they know more about us. They begin to like us and trust us. So another section that is really important for branding is your featured section, which is about two, two, um, you know, I'm sorry, I'm getting some, some feedback. Um, so the um, featured section is about two years old. And it is a place where we have great 
big pictures and great places for video. Um, it's not a place for Word documents, which look like you've invited the black hole to a party. Um, you know, this is this is a place to you know live large with photos. Okay, good. Yeah, those are. I'm going to go some. back and look at all those sections on mine because I don't think I've looked at them in years. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to take a look at the six things that I have listed under my name. Underwater basket weaver. Yeah. <laughs> um. What about the the groups or the interest as they they might call them? Because I think that mm. seems to indicate then you know if, if you're trying to sell restaurant supplies to restaurants, you know, you better have some groups in there where that, that showed you actually care about the restaurant industry, right? Oh, that's a good thing. And, you know, um, your customers live there. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. Yes, It's, it's a lead source, things, yeah. One of the things about LinkedIn groups is that um, they have removed the relationship power from mon- many of those groups. It, most LinkedIn groups don't function well now. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be that they allowed the administrator to um, send messages once a week to the groups. And, and so people were really excited to be administrators of LinkedIn groups. And now mostly it's where people go to post their um, articles and there's very little conversation. But there is still value in joining groups. And one of the values is that um, when you um, visit someone, you can tell what group they're in. And um, it's, it's nice to see that you're in the same group, whatever. You know, it at least gets you in the right ballpark of, you know, are you a reasonable person who knows about my industry? Right. Credibility. Mm-hmm. We've got a few minutes left. Do you want to talk a little bit about the course that you offer and then the checklist in the book as well? And then the podcast discount offer that you want to put out there for Excellent. listeners? Yes. Viewers too. So, okay. So my book is LinkedIn for the Savvy Executive. It's in the second edition. It was, um, it was published in January of 2021. And, um, My course is how to be found on LinkedIn, key strategies for attracting ideal for you opportunities. So um, both of them can be ordered from my website, which is carolkemmerer.com. You want to spell that, by the way? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was going to go get to that. So um, all bunched together as one word, C-A-R-O-L, no extra letters there. Kemmerer, this is where I catch up. We Uh, have two letters. It's like Cincinnati. (laughs) Right, right, right. Okay, it's K-A-E-M-M, like Mickey Mouse, (laughs) E-R-E-R. So, (laughs) carolkemmerer.com. And for listeners, I have a special for you. And if you um, uh, go to my website and you find, um, you know, ordering a, a, a book online um, or ordering my course, um, you can enter a code special, all capital letters, 10. 
and it'll get you a 10% discount on either one of those. The other thing is that um, for senior level people, I work one-on-one and um, that's really impactful. Um, I actually write the profile for them um, because senior people are willing to have that that level of of um, help. And Audrey, you asked me to talk about the um, checklist. Yes, the checklist in the book. So in in the back of my book, um, I knew that people. Um, especially my target audience would not necessarily read the book from the beginning to the end. And so I have this checklist. It's a behavioral checklist. And um, it is uh, positive things that you should be doing on your LinkedIn profile. And they're organized by chapter. So you can go through at the beginning before you even read the book and figure out where it is you've got you know, oh, I've never heard of this. I No, I haven't done that. No, I haven't done that. That's a chapter you need to read. Um, or you can use that checklist um, at the end to make sure that you got all the value that you came for. That's perfect. Well, Carol, I feel yeah. like we just scratched the surface, but these were very, I learned a lot today. I've got notes here now and I'm going to when we hang up. We're I'm all going <laughs> to scurry back and update our LinkedIn profile. Yeah. <laughs> so Excellent. thank you so Excellent. much for being on the show. I, I, I love it. I think it's great. It's great to meet you. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on iTunes, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at salesfuel.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.